All right, uh, let's let's get my podcasting voice ready. <laughs> yep, gotta gotta get in the mood, get all silky smooth, listener. Listen to how I'm talking, and listen to how I'm going to do the intro, and you're gonna be like, man, yeah, that's a fucking podcast voice. <laughs> A straw hat. In each episode, we're gonna recap. It's selling all blue with Xander and Matt. Welcome to Sailing All Blue, the podcast where we are setting sail into the world of One Piece. My name is Xander, and here with me is Baroque Work Agent Matt. Am I am I one of the millions or the billions? Um, you're one of like the twenties. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling Mister Twenty Two. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, I'm so glad you picked that up. <laughs> oh God, I wish I were twenty two. Never grow up, kids. Dude. I'm so- Grow, that's a mental thing Grow, growing up is a mental restriction just don't become boring keep learning do fun stuff don't become a grouchy old person at the age of like two it's boring well this is where i'd make a peter pan joke except that crocodile is going to make all of our captain hook jokes for us <laughs> very true hey tying it back into what this is podcast is about sailing all blue I'm apparently crocodile wasn't in Arlong Park. <laughs> crocodile. This is where he was. Crocodile is not Arlong Park, but you know what is? Uh, Arlong. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't have a joke. I thought I would. Didn't happen. That's okay. We're gonna keep cruising. My my question was always: Is Arlong person, place, or thing? And the answer was yes. <laughs> the answer was yes. Anyway, we're on to now the next arc that people all seem to adore, which is Alabasta. Alabasta. Alabasta, for you readers, uh, these are chapters 155 to 161. I have not read past 161, so we're recording. Yeah, 155 to 161, I'm very excited. We get to meet so many fun characters. We get to see crocodile i mean we've we've seen crocodile but we get to see how people react to crocodile it's really like our we get our first like full shots of him like at the, at the start of of 155 we have this the port town under attack just you know because like the end of last chapter crocodile was gonna go take out some random pirates who'd showed up and he he shows up to this port town and he's on top of a building and everyone's cheering we actually have our uh our first like act we actually have like a full play page spread here which is weird for one piece uh we we get our first shot of him and he has that hook hand and like mentally i knew crocodile has the hook hand like the shot of him is the shot like i feel like i always see of crocodile yeah but it, it's, it's just the iconic like, oh, pose yeah we're finally here we're finally here. We get to see everybody like crying with giant smiles like Sir Crocodiles, you're my hero. And he's like, yeah, I'm here, peasants. <laughs> they call him like the great uh, the, the guardian deity of Alabasta. And he's just like, hey, call me what you will. He's just like, yes, call me a god. Let's go. He, he's definitely for himself, <laughs> except he wants to be humble. So he doesn't say, yes, call me that. He's just like, whatever. I don't like it. Baka, but he's like <laughs> i like it he's totally sundere for power he's sundere um, for power uh he jumps down from a building into the middle of the pirates like a superhero and they're all like oh there's about to be one less warlord stab guess there's only six and he's just like totally fine though we get this sandstorm and then all the pirates are buried and he's standing on this on the top of the sand dune with his hook hand raised uh, while all the pirates are all buried. Uh, and he's he's just like a dick to everyone in town with his, oh, like, I'm just so better than you peasants attitude. And the pirates are after the town's treasure, and Crocodile leaves with a giant bag of what I assume was the town's treasure. So I feel like this was just piracy with extra steps. Well, yeah, because he's, he's a different breed of pirate. <laughs> yeah, former bounty, 81 million berries. And at the palace, uh, King Nefeltari Cobra receives a report on how uh, before his men could even reach the town, 
Croc had already saved the day. He says, oh, we're so indebted to Crocodile. Uh, so this is our first indication that uh, the king has been taken in by Crocodile, who's definitely not like Jafar Royal Vizier tier. It's it's more like uh, Ganondorf and the King of Hyrule and Ocarina of Time kind of relationship, you know, like like in uh, the kid timeline. Well, in that he can in, in Ganondorf, Ganondorf was like a, a visiting a visiting ruler in that one. It's a little bit different, but we're not here to talk about like the nuances of Ocarina of Time's story. That's a that's a different podcast. Instead, we we're cutting to the Straw Hats where we have even more fun high seas shenanigans. Uh, we have Sanji interrogating Luffy. Uh, it's like we had enough food to last to Alabasta. Where to go, Luffy? Luffy, why won't you answer? What's in your mouth, Luffy? Is that the rest of the food in your mouth, Luffy? And Luffy's just got shit on cheeks like, mm mm uh, And while this is all going on, we have Karoo, Usopp, and Chopper fishing off the side of the boat, making sure not to look back while they also have chip munchings. Because they have meat in their mouth. <laughs> yeah. And I think like the, the cherry on top is that there's a panel tag describing them as like equally guilty. <laughs> it's so good. My favorite is it's just Sanji just so mad. Sanji's like, Nami, we need a we need a lock for the fridge. And Nami's like, I'll think about it. It might yeah. say it might our lives may depend on it. Yeah, but the fact that she's like, I'll think about it, because as we know, Nami's in charge of the money. Yeah, (laughs) she's probably the only one with money. No one else seems to have money. She always seems to be taking their money. Yeah. Anyone only (laughs) has money in the sense that Nami hasn't taken it yet. No, no. The only time people have money is she loans it just like with Zoro getting the swords. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Or Luffy or Luffy and the jackets and all that. Yeah. (laughs) I just find it funny because you think Luffy's going to pay you back, Nami. You funny. That's true. She'll just take the take his cut and he won't even notice. Exactly. Although I I still I'm still kind of like, I guess, like Nami always had the characteristic of being really after money. And it's just really hard to break that. But it was a little different when back in Arlong Park, we had the whole, oh, well, she needs all this money for a good purpose. Like it's it's the whole like the the rogue in the party is kind of a dick, but they're always sending the money back to an orphanage. And now she's just taking the money. Yeah, I guess she's a pirate. Well, yeah, well, one, she's a pirate, but also she just likes money. Money allows you to buy dresses and outfits and stuff. Yeah, it's just I, I just felt it was a little bit different back when she had like some altruistic hidden uh, means. But I think the most important yeah, thing. But we don't we didn't know that before her obsession with getting money. Right. But it's it's it feels almost like a reversal to go back. Uh, eh, anyway, but, it's, uh, but she's not like like ste- like you know uh, upright like ha I'm t- this is mine. She's just she's just in charge of it. She just likes money because it pays for the food and things. No one thinks about the logistics of sailing. At least in the crew of the Straw Hats, maybe Sanji. Outside of Sanji, Sanji's, Sanji's all about that. Yeah, Sanji's just like food. Uh, we gotta this is this. But everyone else is just like I'm gonna buy every like the real question is why do they buy things when they're pirates well because a good pirate pirate never never steals steals. and i'm just really glad that chopper is in on the fun that's like usopp karu and chopper my only worry is that chopper is going to get relegated to usopp tier and that would be really sad dude usopp's the best you just don't know yet i i guess i don't know uh, so meanwhile, Vivi is explaining to Nami that Crocodile is considered a hero in Alabasta, and no one suspects he's the secret rebel leader trying to take it over via his Baroque Works organization. So Luffy's like, I just got to kick his butt. So uh, Vivi pulls out the Baroque Works organization chart for like half a page uh, where it shows like all of them. And the officers are described as uh, the top five officers are described as most of them have devil fruit powers. So we still don't know. If Miss Golden Week is just good with colors or a devil fruit. Either way, we then we then get a silhouette shot of the remaining officers that we have to beat and the whole like they'll probably be in Alabasta. So we're, we're five days out ne- uh, from Alabasta. The crew like we counter this fog caused by an underwater volcano. And remember, heading back is Mr. Is uh, Mr. Two, Bon Clay, Yay! who tells his crew, yeah, just like sail through it. Uh, and when the ship passes through, He's gone. Cut to the merry go. He's clinging to the masthead. It's like my life has been saved by pirates I've never met. I am forever in your debt. He's so you know, good. It's like, Can't you swim? I love him. It's like this. 
I I see I see why you like him. Because He's so I good. like the fact that our first introduction to him with the straw hats is not antagonistic. Yeah. And that I think, yeah, like that's really interesting to me. Uh so they're like, can't you swim? He's like, nope, I have eaten of the devil fruit. Behold my power. And just palm strikes Luffy in the face. And everyone's kind of like, what? But, you know, like Luffy's obviously fine because you palm strike him in the face. He's just fine. Yeah, uh, he's a rubber boy. Blunt force, nothing. And Bon Clay, and like, he's like, I'm, I'm kidding or whatever. But now he's Luffy. He's now Luffy. And so he's like, okay, if I touch your face with my right hand, my clone clone fruit turns him into you and he can wipe it away with his left hand. And then uses on Chopper, Usopp, Nami, and Zolo, uh, and turns into all and turns into all of them, and then reveals that uh, once he's touched you once, he can recall it at any time. This definitely isn't a problem. Nope. That they all just let him touch their face. Meanwhile, Vivi's like up on top, like kind of hiding, like uh, like she's unwary. Yeah. Uh, his ship comes by, and he goes, "Oh well, uh, you know, gotta go." But. Friendship is not determined by how much time we have spent together. And Luffy and the others are all like, yeah, hope we meet again. Yeah. And so he's like, and Bon Clay's like, set sail. And his crew is like, aye, aye, Mr. Two Bon Clay. And the Straw Hats go, wait, uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. So um, after after he goes away, Vivi reels like, yeah, that was definitely Bon Clay. I recognized one of the faces he swapped through as her dad's, which that also definitely isn't a problem. Nope. And and Zolo, who's kind of been like a party pooper this whole time, is now like, oh, this is great. Now we can strategize about how to fight him. Yeah, I I, I want to just point out that like when Bond Clay is like giving the th- like, so the panel we see when Bond Clay is like, friendship is not determined by how much time we spend together. It's just like him like tearing up, big grin, like thumbs up. It's 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 so good. I just want to pull, I just want to highlight the fact that like they are friends with Bond Clay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has been said they are now good friends. The bestest of friends. Oh yeah, and it's it's really cool because it's like it's a cool message of, of of friendship in there as well. And I'm really hoping that they do because that they do go on a more frenemy route with him. I mean, obviously you say he's your favorite. You said he's your favorite character. I think right. Yeah, yeah, he's one of my favorite characters. Yeah. So like I I see why he would be. He's great. And then like he sails off and he's just like such a happy mood and his crew's just like, "Man, you seem like you're in high spirits." He's like, "Ha ha ha, I made new friends today." I'm just like, "You're such a sweet cinnamon bun, my dude." <laughs> it's it's hard for him to make friends. Everyone seems like we'll we'll see later. Everyone is kind of a everyone else is kind of a dick to him. Yeah. Like he's so he's just really cool. He's really nice. I think like if he if whatever happened in his past that led him into being part of Baroque Works, you know, maybe if he had like a like some friends, he probably would be like in his own pirate crew with his own friends doing cool friend stuff like the straw hats. That that's foreshadowing, isn't it? no <laughs> I, I just no. honestly wish like that's what happened with bond clay i don't like i don't i don't think we know his hit like his history at least not that i can recall honestly but no, I, w- oh. I wish he would just like do his own own thing but he, he's with crocodile but maybe he'll maybe he'll be a, a straw hat later uh anyway we uh we enter the alabasta climate zone and see a bunch of baroque workships Zolo has everyone tied bandages to their left arms, so if they get cloned, they'll know. You know, him and him and Sanji for this whole like strategy session are the brain team. And I don't know, maybe this is my chopper bias coming in. And I don't know where this chopper bias came from, but it just came out from somewhere. And I, I wish that since he's in chibi brain mode, like we know his chibi mode is his brain mode. He's kind of an idiot in brain mode still so he's a child he doesn't have the worldly experience i i guess like you talk about medicine and doctoring very smart knows what he's talking about anything else he's like i don't know how to strategize i got beat up by deer (laughs) okay it to be fair i have met a lot of med students who also could be beaten up by deer so this tracks. Yeah, but he didn't go to regular college. He got taught by a witch and a crazy doctor who ate a poison mushroom. I don't. I don't think that's 
proper schooling. Actually, yeah, Chopper has a bad track record, too. He's not a good doctor. <laughs> he'll, he'll get there. He'll be, this adventure will help him grow. He'll learn. And One suddenly very at concerned. <laughs> suddenly very concerned now that we revisited that. Um, <laughs> anyway, we they have this whole our left arms bear, the sign of our friendship, and they have all their, their arms in. And it's like, you know, maybe maybe they should have drawn a smiley face. Or like a smiley face, an X, like a cert like something, like some kind of marking, yeah. Oh yeah, well uh Bon Clay can copy the t- the tattoo though. Yeah, but new tattoo. Oh, a new tattoo. Yeah, he doesn't remember. That's true. Yeah, new tattoo. Really, everyone just should have cut off a pinky. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's drastic. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Jesus. Um, <laughs> anyway, we it, it's also, again, we have like the four-fifths pa- two-page spread and then a super narrow panel thing. It's I thought that was interesting because we actually got a, a full-page spread, a full two-page spread uh, in like the last in like the la- last two chapters. Yeah. So it's but we're back to this. Just just interesting. Um so now we're in in uh port in a port again. Yeah, port Nanohana with Nanohana. Spice Bean. Oh yeah, the the best the best place, Spice Bean. <laughs> spice Bean. And this is the same this is the same port that uh Crocodile just saved. Anyway, uh we have Smoker and New and uh New Kuina, also known as Tashigi in town. And uh some dude apparently collapsed at a restaurant. And everyone, th- everyone thinks he was poisoned, but he just, nope, he fell asleep. He gets right back up and keeps eating. You know, it sounds like someone else we know. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's definitely Ace. Well, I mean, yeah. did, did you not see his arm tattoo? A-S, I mean, A-C-E. Yeah. Ace. Ace. <laughs> Ace. He's got the, the giant ty- pirate tattoo and everything. Uh, he's, he's shirtless with a, with a different hat, not a straw hat. Uh, he shows Luffy's wanted posters to the proprietor. Is I'm looking for my kid brother. Uh, Smoker recognizes him as uh, Whitebeard's uh, second division commander, Portgaz D Ace. Meanwhile, uh, Luffy is racing for the restaurant because they're all hungry. You know, because they ran out of food days ago. Uh, and I can only imagine this is a chapter end. I can only imagine how hyped this was at the time. It, it was pretty hype because everyone's like, "Who the fuck is Ace?" Um, but I want to point out on Ace's hat the 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 goggles the two like yeah uh, they're not goggles the little like uh smiley and frowny face things they're not goggles they're like weird beads with the and then like two big ones but um matt you you'll know this offhand what is the like drama mask thing called like with the two masks the smiling and the frown like for the comedy tragedy thing what are those called oh it's just the mask with comedy tragedy i don't why did you assume i I I would know that though well, you did theater. I, there might be a name. The dramatics. I don't know, man. I, theater. I thought, I I thought you know. know, but yeah, he has the comedy and tra- tragedy like thing, which I think is just very good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it looked like goggles to me. Um, well, it, they do yeah. like they're big and round. They're on like beads. So like it could just be like a cool bead uh, strap for goggles. Yeah, Maybe they are I goggles. also only just now noticed he has like a thin mustache. Now looking at that as well. Does he? When, or maybe that's like a milk mustache from him eating based on just the panel. I, I think it's a milk mustache because he doesn't have a mustache. <laughs> no, it's, it's just no. He's got very no. He has very dark shading around his mouth that looks like hair. Oh, that's that's his upper lip. It does look like a thin mustache. It kind of <laughs> looks funny. It's very good. <laughs> it's like that. It's like that mustache that like the the kid like sophomore year of high school tried to grow. Uh, he's got that mustache. He's got that mustache. <laughs> He's trying to be real cool. Anyway, the gang is looking for Luffy when they see Mr. Three's ship. It's not a very subtle ship because it has the giant three on it. But anyway, they go past it. Uh, Smoker tells Ace he needs to turn himself in because he doesn't want to fight. He's chasing a different pirate right now. And then Luffy barrels in because he's so hungry to get to the restaurant. He does a gum gum rocket uh, and he launches Smoker and Ace through the wall outside like several buildings. So he just like killed people. Uh, <laughs> so Luffy's able to put away almost as much food as Ace while they walk back from several buildings. Ace has this like super happy open Oda mouth like at seeing Luffy while Smoker's like straw hat. Uh, and Luffy Luffy sees Smoker and then runs away, 
mouthful of food yeah, uh, yeah. remembering Not like he sees Foker and then takes the plates and all that's in front of him and just puts it in his mouth like a chipmunk and runs off just oh yeah off. it's it's like see smoker pull a kirby full kirby <laughs> run exit stage left <laughs> um and he remembers gum gum attacks don't work on smoker ace yells at luffy to wait uh Tashiki sees luffy run by one jump ahead of the law man <laughs> uh little sequence and then we cut to uh nami and vivi getting these like dancer outfits uh speaking of aladdin shopper looks like a boo uh which is just adorable uh and like Usopp and Zolo have similar kind of desert outfits. Um, the plan is to cross the desert to find the Yuba Oasis and the rebel leaders. Uh, Smokers, we cut, go, cut back to Smoker. His white fist is going to catch Luffy when Ace's solar flare burns it up. And Luffy's like, oh shit, Ace! <laughs> uh, so we, like, he recognizes him. There, There's definitely, like... This isn't someone Luffy doesn't know who's just calling him a kid brother or something. Mm-hmm. Luffy knows Ace. Luffy knows Ace. I mean, they both have D's in their name. Duh. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, Ace tells Luffy he's going to take care of these guys while they make a getaway and he'll catch up later. So, of course, putting off the uh, the explanation for another for another month or so. Well, not, actually, no, it's, it's still in the same chapter. But just to just to keep it, uh, I guess, to keep the tension there. Carew is sent to give Vivi's dad a letter uh, with the proof linking Crocodile to the Rebels and Baroque works. No, only hope that it's actually the king who gets it and not like a Bon Clade king. <laughs> uh, uh, back on the boat, uh, the crew's asking Luffy about Ace. Is like, yeah, he's uh, he's by he's three years older. He left three years earlier, and he's also a pirate after the One Piece. And he's like, yeah, even even when Luffy had his Devil Fruit powers and Ace didn't. Luffy still couldn't beat him up. But he's like, oh yeah, now I could totally beat him up. Ace comes over the side of the boat, you could beat up who now? <laughs> it's, like, like, oh. <laughs> it's like, who can you beat up? It's like, ah! <laughs> Heard you talking shit, little bro. <laughs> Heard you talking shit. Let's throw hands. <laughs> yeah, it's like, didn't you get my message on Drum Island? I'm like, oh, well, anyway, uh, would you like to join Whitebeard's Pirates? And Luffy's like, no thanks. Like, oh well, at least I asked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ace says he wants to help Whitebeard become king of the pirates because he really looks up to Whitebeard. Meanwhile, like Smoker and Co are having to wait out a, a flame flame fruit net and they're trying to figure out what Vivi is doing with the straw hats. And he says that like, he doesn't trust Crocodile. Once a pirate, always a pirate. So Ace gives Luffy this piece of paper saying as long as he holds on to it, they'll meet again. Uh, Ace is going to uh, go off. Uh, he's still hunting Blackbeard, just like he said back in Drum Island. Apparently, Blackbeard was his subordinate who killed a shipmate and then left. So it's Ace's responsibility as command as uh, the division commander to take him down. And everyone's just like, man, Ace is cool. Ace is cool. He's he isn't just like cool. He's smart, too. Luffy, why aren't you smart? Dude, one could say like Ace is pretty hot. He (laughs) got much worse as he is hot but yeah god no back to your corner back to your right, corner so now smoking oh no that's smoker yeah someone else is smoking a uh, smoker by the way is on to two cig- two cigars at once that's how stressed he is <laughs> um, out, out, and so like he gets on this like weird like surfboard dingy thing uh and like on his way out he just casually takes out a bunch of baroque work chips like see you later you know, I guess, uh, I don't know, uh, his, he has to go. His planet needs him. He he has to go. He's on the search. Like he wanted to see, see Luffy. He saw Luffy job done. Yeah. Go, go kill Whitebeard or Blackbeard. Go kill Blackbeard. Yeah. Don't kill Whitebeard. Uh, the paper gets sewn into, uh, the straw into the band of Luffy's straw hat. That way he'll always have it. Yeah. Nami, Nami's really smart. <laughs> yeah. Nami's like, you're going to fucking lose this in two seconds. Give it here. I'll make sure you don't. <laughs> if, if there's one thing we can trust Luffy not to lose, it's the straw hat because goddamn that thing. He cannot seem to lose that. <laughs> he can lose everything else, but the straw hat and meats. Well, he loses the meat just down his stomach. So they're they're going to land at the mouth of a river and cross the desert to the oasis. Uh, And Vivi's plan is to try and reason with the rebel leader, because there's like seven hundred 
there's 700,000 rebels. The, the eight of them can't do that. Yeah. Uh, can't beat them. And plus, like, they're still her people. So meanwhile, Crocodile is like, my plan will go into action in two days. Uh, Mr. Two has returned, but Mr. Three is still missing. Uh, and like, they're, they're all going to meet at this meeting place. Uh, so Mr. Four and Miss Merry Christmas walk in. Mr. Two, Obon Clay, freaking dances in with his crew and then has his crew go off to practice. He's uh, so a, cool. It's, it's, this is a rare time, Ben, when we will be able to have dance practice. <laughs> and we, we see uh, Mr. Three hiding out of sight. Uh, we know it's Mr. Three, even though he's in disguise, because he still has the goddamn three in his hair. <laughs> Mr. Three's green. You know, all of the most of the Baroque Works characters, because there's some I'm like, ah, I don't y'all suck. Uh, but like a good chunk of them are like fun yeah especially because like we're still we're still seeing them recur like all, pretty much all of them we're getting at least two islands out of well i guess the ones who show up here are only gonna get one island out of but like the ones we've seen earlier we're getting another island out of and then after after some time mr one walks in and he takes out a um, mist and it turns out he just like on the way in took out mr two's men having dance practice in the desert because i guess he's a dick I don't know what a dick like fuck Mr. One. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the two of them fight um, and they, they are going at it like Kung Fu fighting um, until the bartender tells him to calm down. It turns out that she's been Mr. One's partner, Miss Doublefinger, all along. The message is that they're all the head of the town of Rainbase to meet the boss who they've never seen before. Who they've never met. Yeah. And I mean, it was a it was a big thing like they none of them knew that the proprietor of this meeting place was uh was Miss Doublefinger, even though it's a place that they've met in before. Uh, Mr. Two didn't know who Mr. One was until Mr. One showed up and said, like, yeah, I'm Mr. One, and I also beat up your dudes. And now I feel remiss because I didn't check to see if uh, if Bon Clay touched his face. I feel so bad for not checking that. Do you remember, like, is that important, whether or not he touched uh, Mr. One's face? Um. If he did, it's not overly important. Okay. That saves us having to go back and check. Especially with manga, it's a little bit harder to tell. Something like that. Yeah, but I um, think uh, he just kicks. Yeah, there's a lot of dodging going on, if I remember right. Yeah, a lot of dodging um, and a lot of kicks from uh, Bon Clay, who kicks him through, like, the wall. Yeah. So Which, Bon that, Clay that's better than thing, Mr. Yeah. One. Confirmed. Yeah, he's strong. And it's it's also interesting, now that you point out that he was using a lot of kicks... Because his hands are very important for his devil fruit power. So, of course, he needs to, if he's just doing normal attacks, needs to use his kicks. Yeah. Very, very Sanji-like in that sense, Very Sanji-like, yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't have Sanji's face yet. <gasps> he doesn't. You can't see finger guns over the internet, but just listeners, finger guns. Finger guns. <laughs> so, Croc, Croc and the officers were each heading to rain base to meet up. Uh, straw hat the straw hats reach yuba and dang it's a ghost town like all buried there was apparently this like massive drought for the past three everywhere for the past three years like vivi's going into more sad alabasta backstory the capital was was apparently fine though for a year but then the, this big stash of dance powder a powder that causes rain was revealed and it's uh the way it works is it basically steals moisture from neighboring air and uh, and causes rain where it is. So like because that really affects neighboring areas, the world government had outlawed dance powder. It's illegal. It's illegal. Uh, and everyone assumed that the king was using dance powder to water the capital, which in was increasing everyone else's suffering. But now, even without dance powder, now everywhere is dry. Question mark. Uh, Vivi thinks this whole thing was a setup by Croc to undermine people's faith in the king. Again, like it's everything is now drought, though. So like what's causing the drought? What's uh, causing it might be like just the giant alligator with the banana on its head in Crocodile's Lair. I think it's their fault. To be fair. Yes. And and I mean, the, the Brokeworks organization was described as having 13 officers and the beast and the or beast. 13 officer groups and the beast, uh, which Mr. Bon Clay, number two, is the only one without a partner. Yeah, he is his own partner. He has a whole crew. He's fine. Yeah, yeah, he has a whole crew. The others can't seem to have a crew. He's got a crew of his friends. Yeah, it's I, I don't need an, an assigned uh, 
an assigned partner. I'm just going to have a bunch of my boys. So good. Bond Clay is great. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the that's where the reading ends is the is the revel is Vivi's kind of revelation. Everyone going, yeah, this is terrible. We need to stop this. We need to stop this. But you skipped over the best part of that final chapter we covered. Oh, the the turtle seals. The Kung Fu Jugon. Oh, yeah, I uh, they didn't seem that that important. Uh, they, they, they they are they're important. OK, they're, they're a mystery tool we we'll use later. Got it. They beat up Usopp and they become Luffy's apprentice like apprentices. Yeah, and they have to give them a bunch of food to get them to go away. But yeah, there's um, yeah, there's, the, there's turtle seals in the desert. Don't worry, they uh, come back. It's fine. It's okay. cute. It's great. So we have to make sure we highlight. So them. This, it's basically going to be like the the snow rabbits from uh from Drum Island. This is just a recurring thing: is Luffy finds some kind of wildlife, befriends it, and then it's a mystery tool we'll use later. Yeah, sometimes that doesn't happen too often, but <laughs> it happens here. <laughs> it's weird that it happened twice in a row. Uh, <laughs> it's a so nickel good. for every time. Have two nickels, but they're so strong, like. Usopp's like oh look at that and then gets like the shit kicked out of him like his face is all like swollen and stuff and you know Usopp is like the strongest of the straw (laughs) I couldn't even say it without laughing Um, (laughs) he he wants to be the bravest but bravest is not strongest and we also we also have the lizard runners the backup delivery force for Baroque works uh, since uh, the unluckies are missing and they are they're like frilled lizards, but their frills are like Shakespearean ruffles. They're <laughs> not subtle at all. I guess they're that's great. why they use the unluckies normally for messages. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, but how do you like in the start of Alabasta? It's a fun. It, it's been a fun time uh, right now. I'm actually liking it better than uh, Drum Island or uh Arlong Park. I think the important thing is is it going to hit the emotional highs of Arlong Park? That's the big question mark for me. Yeah. But we've had we've had a lot of cool things both be seated um in the plot with the the smoker ace blackbeard stuff as well as we have kind of the culmination of an immediate threat in Crocodile who in being a warlord is a is a very similar a very similar threat to someone to something like Arlong in terms of just like the setup. You know, he's he's a big guy who rules who in in practice rules over an area while the navy looks the other way. And the fact that like we know that Ar- Arlong can take a sword like multiple swords to the chest for whatever reason and like bury people in like sand. You you said Arlong and I was like Arlong can take multiple oh, swords to the chest. Oh, no, yeah, crocodile, sorry. yeah, crocodile, crocodile takes multiple swords to the chest. Well, it's it, he's obviously got the sand fruit. He's obviously made of sand. It's like smoke, and it's very important that Luffy remembered the whole thing with Smoker because he'll fi- it means he's going to figure it out pretty quickly with Crocodile too. Yeah, that's I think that's why like Smoker uh show like not only because Smoker's like chasing Luffy but shows back up in these early chapters is for Luffy to be like, oh shit, I can't fight this. I can't punch this dude. And I then, need an you know, answer. Stuffs, stuffs face with food and runs. Yeah, we need an answer to this. Yeah. Um, it shows that Luffy's smart to to an extent, right? Because we see Luffy kind of being a, a dumb little goober sometimes. But like, he, Luffy's not a dumb dude. He's not going to like jump into a fight just for the fight's sake. Right? He's like, nope, I can't beat this right now. Well, I he's, don't he's learned his fight. lesson on that. He used to, and he's learned his lesson because that's how character growth yeah, works. Yeah, he learned that in Drum Island, so he's growing. Yeah. We're, we're seeing it apply. It's not regressing. Like in some uh, like shows and series where they're like, I learned a le- lesson. A few chapters later, I forgot that lesson. <laughs> oh, God. Don't it? Yeah. But yeah, in this, it's like old Luffy would have insisted on staying by Ace. New Luffy's like, yup, see ya, dirt. <laughs> yeah. See you, I also, while you say that, I think that's very interesting that the crew specifically called out Ace being smart, uh, being smart because they are related. Uh, so it's, you know, Luffy has 
maybe Luffy does have the same brains. He just expresses it differently. Yeah. Like L- Luffy is a very like smart dude to, to an extent like Luffy's just a goof. Like, you know, he's a goofy goober. He just likes to have fun. He's not like, ah, oh, going to be serious and do critical. Th-. He's like, now nah, I got friends who do g- the good things. <laughs> I'm going to have fun. Let's go. Someone else be doctor. Someone else be <laughs> chef. Someone else be musician. Yeah, he's the captain. We don't have Navigates. musician yet. No, the navigate. No, the navigation's I mean, I mean, on Nami. <laughs> he doesn't navigate. He had got a navigator. He delegates. We had, we had multiple times. <laughs> yeah, he delegates. <laughs> he navigates his crew around. <laughs> yeah, he de- he delegates. Um, and he delegates being captain to both Zolo and Usopp. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, Luffy smart. The one thing um, that like this points out, and that like we'll we'll continue to really see is the consistency of character growth and like Oda actually like not regressing characters back to like an earlier state just for like to progress like whatever plot to be like oh we need Luffy to just do the fight and put his crew in danger because it'll progress something. It's like no Oda does more creative things. I say more creative things. He, he finds other ways to achieve whatever he's trying to do rather than regress characters back to a earlier state. Yeah. In this one, it's also kind of it. It was it's weird to see because of, of one piece's length. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard from the outside to think like, oh, there's there's going to be a, a consistent character growth and have that not remove the stakes. Because one thing that's always a problem is when a character has that character growth. And then they have mm-hmm. it for a while, but then what do you do with that character from there? Because usually the author has completely realized an arc for them. And with Luffy, it's I didn't know how many arcs he, they would have in it, but for Lu- but for the characters, it's been slow, gradual growths. And I I also wasn't sure that if it was something like that, how easy that would be to see. But like we've been pointing out, it's been it's been pretty it's been pretty visible and i do appreciate that yeah um, it's it's very good yeah um we see it with nami and how they not only just treat everyone like a little nicer since arlong park because now she's not only like actually trusting the crew right she's now like these are people who do care about me and i do i can admit that i care about them as well i guess as long as money keeps rolling <laughs> no yeah. uh, i i over like everybody i over exaggerate nami's greed uh because like yeah. i mean that, how often helping do we see out her go started out yeah. yeah well her her agreement to help out vivi was originally money motivated but yeah. now everyone's gotten the sad backstory yeah but even then, like, now he's like, yeah, for money, because she's a princess, right? He's like, must have money. So, like, it's a good deal. But also, like, Nami was probably like, if we're, like, we're going to help regardless. Like, once Luffy knows he's going to do it, I might as well, like, make it a deal so to make it official, like a like a job. But yeah, but Nami do- does like money because, <laughs> you know, it gets things. <laughs> it's how you pay for stuff. It's how you don't, like, get run out of town for stealing goods. It's easier to pay for them than it is to rob an entire town and then run away. That's how you get bounties. <laughs> yeah. But we see Luffy's character growth. We see um, I I do love like how a chopper just has blended in with the, the cast really well. Like he, he is not just part of the crew. Oh, yeah. He, he just got jumped, dropped right into Usopp and Karoo. It's just the only problem is he got dropped right into Usopp and Karu. Like, man, well, once we get into like the chapter like five hundreds, you'll be like, man, Usopp's great. <laughs> so just hold on like five hundred, like four hundred chapters. Will I still be happy with Chopper, though? Yeah, like I um, outside like Chopper just, you know, design changing over time because like, you know, everyone's kind of I mean, like slowly does, changes. Yeah, but outside that, like I like Chopper a good bit like he's he's not my favorite straw hat um but i don't think we get a lot of chopper focused stuff off as often as i would probably like but like when we do get those chopper moments they're very good (laughs) as long as we are still going to get chopper moments i can i can keep reading for the chopper moments so listeners just know i'm waiting for whatever this moment is there there better be one in this arc is all i'm saying 
Otherwise, I, I don't know if we'll do a season three. <laughs> we'll, we'll do a season. Don't worry. It's very good. Um, the chopper moment in this arc, you know, stay tuned. It's very good. We also get to see a cool Usopp moment. And we do get to see a pretty cool uh, Zora moment. Do we get a cool Sanji moment? Um, I don't recall offhand. Well, we're going to find that out, figure that out together then. We will. <laughs> we'll remember to get or I'll remember and you'll find out together. Uh, I have I have, I guess, like I have two more notes. One is I still don't understand how this is Crocodile's fault because he seems like a pretty stand up guy. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know, under <laughs> underground uh, trying to take over a whole country. Stand up, dude. I mean, if the king if the king is this dumb, uh, I don't know, man. I, I like, see where I, I, like I see what he's selling. in the making. But I mean, even when Vivi was a kid, every uh, you had a uh, Wapple going, man, that king of Drum Island, he's an idiot. The king of Drum Island is an idiot. You're right. Wapple no, is an idiot. <laughs> The king of Drum Island was like, man, no one respects the king of Alabasta. Not even me. Yeah. And and there is a reason for that, uh, which will we'll be found out like later, later on in the series. So stay tuned for that. But there there is a reason why people are like, man, king of Alabasta sucks. But the people who say he sucks are kind of really garbage people like why would you listen to Wapple? <laughs> I I don't know. I he's just uh, Dalton or what the I've already what's his name Dalton the the yeah. bull guy yeah, yeah Dalton Dal- yeah. Dalton even Dal- Dalton didn't refute that he was just impressed with Vivi but he he was like wow that idiot's daughter is pretty good <laughs> she'll probably that be idiot's a good daughter. <laughs> And what is he, he doesn't do? refute? He doesn't refute that. Uh, king he doesn't Gopher refute Wapple, his king, who he at that time was subservient to. You don't talk back to your king. No, but he, no, he didn't think it, though. He didn't think different. It was part of it was he was very impressed that she would be great. Yeah. But is that not a sign of the the character of the king that his daughter is so well like? Uh, uh, not only just well behaved, but like smart enough and brave enough to just be like, "Oh, I'm sorry that I bumped into that that your hand hit me." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like she clearly was taught that to and to be like that kind of like you know strength of accepting just people being garbage, which probably is reflection of like her father, which kind of parallels with like Luffy's. Uh, mentality that he got from shanks which is you know some fights are worth fighting other times it's just you know a spilt drink well I, you can say that you could also point to it as like an abused child coping mechanism where, <laughs> where abused- that's, that's 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 also very dark but hey sad backstories are kind of the rage in one piece um yeah. <laughs> but the the other note i have is um we haven't talked very we, we've talked a little bit about the style um but there's like there's still a lot of like the dense line work, but not as much as there was in the beginning uh-huh. of the manga. Like for a while, like sporadic. It's, well, it's no, it's just it's it's evened out to be a consistent level of detail that is still very uh, fairly detailed. And I think that like going back and going to our earlier episodes, we focused a lot on art early on, and part of that was due to One Piece's reputation for reputation for bad art. But I think like we determined around the Syrup Village arc that that was that was really just the anime being low quality. Yeah, like like I I never thought One Piece's art was bad. It's definitely like childish looking because it's you know it's, it's cartoony. You, know, you have a rubber boy, you have stretchy, you have silly faces. Like of course it's gonna look kind of kind of child. It's also you know designed for like a ten year old audience in Japan. Like it's in Shonen Jump magazine magazine like, aimed toward like children. Childish. It's just a well, I, just, I say childish in terms yeah. of like how American cartoons for children are always like bubbly, carto- like overly cartoony and exaggerated. Like One Piece is uh, thrives on exaggeration, which not a lot of other like especially like Shonen shows. They don't have a lot of that exaggeration except in like reaction panels most of the time. But like in One Piece, everything is it's either like a weird like disproportionate character designs where like we have like some really just giant individuals that are like seven feet tall next to like this dude in a chest <laughs> like 
you wouldn't see that in something like Naruto. I mean, I'd say it's definitely cartoony, um, but it's not it's not childish in the same way I think of like the art style of a toddler show. Oh, yeah, it's not that's it's not that same style of cartoonish. And it does. It has a lot of detail. It does. I think it's just you look at the you look at the early anime and it doesn't have that same detail. Yeah, the early anime is like, we, this probably won't last more than a season. So, like, I guess we'll make it. Little did they know, it be, it becomes Toei's biggest animated property. And they didn't give it a proper budget for a while. Yeah, so I just find that interesting, like, as we're, you know, 160 chapters into this, like, I just don't even think... I. I I'm paying a little bit of attention to the art due to the nature of the show, Uh but I really haven't had the need to critique the art as good or bad because it is, it's just like, it is good. I'm not. Yeah. I, I do find interesting things about Oda's style, uh, especially the, the paneling stuff I bring up of why, why are, why do we keep getting these like four fifths spreads? Like I, it, that like vertically four fifths, that does seem like a really interesting thing, interesting thing that I don't see a lot. Uh, usually if it's a if it's a large spread that isn't the entire two pages or sorry, horizontally four fifths, it fills it the entire way horizontally. But then we have a bar at the bottom of other panels um, as opposed to like uh, from right to left entire like entire four fifths being one panel and then a narrow, uh, a narrow kind of top bottom panel. Yeah, it, it's just that one. That one's very interesting, but. I guess in this whole ramble, yeah, I like it, it, it saves one yeah. like page space because like a lot of those things, a lot of those like little slits, right, are one off lines that fit like the big spread that we're seeing. And it's just typically a close up of someone's face more often than not. If like a, a speech bubble, them saying something and then like the next page, because, you know, it's always a, that two press space. So when you turn the page uh, in the magazine or in the volume, uh, you it continues like the whatever cool thing or maybe scene jumps so rather than getting like a short like one panel like all like turning the page getting the one panel of like all right let's do this guys and then it cuts to a completely different scene i think that works with like it just works in the terms of like i I say reading pacing but being able to turn a page and it's like it could be either a whole new scene or following up on like a whole different topic like the conversation has gone from this to now let's move on to part two of this conversation of like, what are we going to do against crocodile or bond clay or whatever? Right. Yeah. I just, I just find it where we're not now. I don't feel the need to try and either justify a bad opinion of it or look for a good opinion of it. It At this point, it just is. Yeah. And I think that that's, um, that's fine. So I just, while while I was thinking about, OK, so we got a full page spread and we got this four fifths page spread. And this is kind of where the line work is now, because that it was something we were really paying attention to earlier. I, mm-hmm. I feel like at this point we can almost put a cap on that discussion here, because I think that's that's really where we are now is um, unless there's like a drastic change in quality or in quality or style. Uh, this this is one piece now. Is that that fair? Like we're yeah, we're one piece now. Yeah, I mean, granted, I I have like the rose tinted glasses where every almost everything in One Piece is great. There's very few things, and I'm like, okay, One Piece, this wasn't handled well. Um, but for the most part, I'm like, oh yeah, One Piece, great. One Piece, good. Yeah, I'm I'm a little bit more of a Debbie Downer about things. There's lots of things that I love that I'm I'm willing to I'm willing to talk about the flaws in them. Yeah. And- like the, that's the best part of like enjoying something is also these flaws make it what it like if it was perfect it's, who, who knows how i would feel right like if one piece was like the perfect like Usopp's thing. a completely annoying character but that's something you really like <laughs> I, I like annoying characters i relate and to I'm them proud. <laughs> <laughs> that's why i like bond clay everyone hates bond clay and i'm just like i relate to you bond clay I get okay, it. I I don't hate Bond Clay. Bond, Bond Clay, they I I think that chapter is in there uh, of him hanging out with the Straw Hats to make it where you after that you always have in the back of your mind this they could be friends. They he are could friends. Be a, he could be a cool. They, yeah, they are friends. Yeah, they and are he friends. Could be a cool dude. <laughs> what are you talking about? 
and like he he lets his crew go to dance practice and he's willing to fight a dude who outranks him over his crew yeah so like he he's he's legit uh i don't think he, he's a good dude yeah he just he just hangs around some bad apples you know <laughs> he, he hangs around some bad cats now that's your village uh, <laughs> and there's a real bad bad apple pun that we're not going to get into uh instead we're going to set sail into the next uh lega chapters yes but before before i tell oh. you the chapters matt uh, you have you been reading the panel art like the cover Are, art sorry the cover art oh the the story uh, yes i've i've noticed that the django uh dance party is still going somehow i thought that that ended and no. that i was pleasantly surprised <laughs> it's, well it's, i was just surprised i guess no no real emotion attached to it to see that that is still going and i don't think it's over like it's very good um but once it's fully finished we will we'll talk over because it's one of my favorites but what we've seen so far we see Django back we we see him fight some people we see him r- meet back up with our favorite marine that we hate which is iron fist or you know more scrap metal uh knuckle boy yep bolted <laughs> bolt knuckles which is apparently iron body i don't know iron body is his name that that counts um anyway i've just had it in the back i i didn't expect it to go on this long i will definitely say that <laughs> it's very good all right so our assignment matt are you ready for this i'm ready is chapter 162 to 170 you know i accidentally typed out 163 and had to backspace that in my notes and it's like <laughs> man we're just gonna skip 162 wow we're just gonna skip 162 yep. okay so 162 to 170 yes sir all right how how far into alabasta is that not really you know i don't know what i expected to get out of that question <laughs> no, and I'm, I'm just, I'm just sitting here blaming myself <laughs> it's like actually like how long is one piece eh, a little bit <laughs> only like a thousand plus chapters which man i can't wait for you to get to the episode that broke the internet oh the the one that came out recently yes yeah which 10, it's 42, funny because uh or 43 it's funny because based on when this was recorded and when this was released maybe that's a different chapter <laughs> it'll definitely be a different chapter but most likely by the time this episode comes out <laughs> but uh i'm very excited to read the next uh you know assigned chapters i think they're really good we get the, we get some really good moments and man i can't wait to see a decapitation let's set sail <laughs> wait what <laughs> Thank you all for setting sail with us into the world of One Piece. If you'd like to keep up to date on releases and what the current chapter assignments are, be sure to follow us on Twitter at SailingAllBlue. And we'd like to give special thanks to my good friend Birdie for composing our wonderful, amazing intro. Links to everything will be in the show notes. See you out on the open seas. <laughs>